Your On The Mark podcast is loading now. The On The Mark podcast is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company, family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia on Routes 11 and 15 Hummel's Wharf. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1 800 795 9565 or email on the mark at WKOK.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark, Mark Lawrence and Ben Reichley. Greetings. Welcome on board WKOK's live telephone talk show, On the Mark. I'm Mark Lawrence. Mr. Ben Reichley is mm-hmm. directly across from me and probably diametrically opposed to everything I say on the show. He's a good conservative. <laughs> I'm a bad liberal. And between the two of us, we have I'm a vibrant sure discussion. I'm not sure that's correct, but uh, we'll, get, uh, so we'll get some numbers sometimes for the economy. I guess the economy is now... Backseat? Yeah, On the Mark is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. Please check them out at sunburymotors.com. Our toll-free line is open. You can call us 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemark at wkok.com. And you can text us at 70236. We always start out the first Friday of every month with a good guest on the show. He's Bob Garrett, President and CEO of the Greater Susquehanna Valley Chamber of Commerce. Bob, we haven't seen the latest jobless numbers, but thanks to your fabulous analysis and your research overnight, we certainly know that another slight drop in the jobless rate is likely today. So first of all, welcome on board. Good to be here, Mark. Uh, and I'm uh, I'm sitting here scrambling. I do have Alex on the uh, on the other line. He's probably scrambling. We're trying to find an answer for you about what is the uh, unemployment rate uh, uh, today. You know, uh, in my briefing, I mentioned that the the elections uh, and of course uh, yesterday's uh, record surge in coronavirus seems to be sucking all the air out of the room. And let's hope it didn't suck all the air out of the Bureau of Labor Statistics because we need to know what that uh, unemployment rate is. Um, We'll be hearing that uh, momentarily, uh, Mark. But in the meantime, uh, what we're watching for is to see, you know, probably the election is not going to have that big of an impact uh, on the markets today. But we do expect the markets to, um, to, to dip a little bit. It's been a great week uh, to make money uh, in the markets. Uh, you, you know, either between the three indicators, they're up between 7 and 9%. Uh, we know that in the greater Susquehanna Valley, we have a, a job boom going on, help wanted signs everywhere you look uh, in the valley. So uh, we, we can talk about what we know and uh, talk about what we hope we know and talk about what we think we know uh, as the show goes on here. Well, yeah, we're waiting. we're trying to get uh, some of the latest uh, data to come in. So while we wait for that, uh, we will. And of course, you know, how often is it that the latest jobless figures are pushed off the front page for anything on the CBS News update? So that is a rarity. Well, this gives us a perfectly good opportunity to do one thing. Uh, while Bob is googling Bureau of Labor Statistics, <laughs> uh, we're going to introduce uh, the, the additional guest on our program today. Alex Halpers on the line. He's the director of governmental affairs at uh, the Pennsylvania Chamber of Business and Industry. We've been so lucky to talk to the chamber on a number of occasions lately about the job trends and uh, why I wear it and other really important uh, issues that relate to making sure that Pennsylvania businesses uh, claw back. So, Alex, uh, thank you so much for checking in. 
Good morning. Thanks for having me. As your name imp- or as your title implies, uh, you're an individual who gets to probably serve as a liaison, not specifically a lobbyist, but certainly keeping lawmakers informed and trying to stay informed of what lawmakers are doing on their own. Uh, tell us about your work with the chamber. How do you work with the legislature and the governor to try to make sure that uh, business and government are on the same page? Well, the Pennsylvania Chamber is the largest broad-based business advocacy association in Pennsylvania. Uh, Our members are businesses all over the Commonwealth uh, of all sizes and crossing all industry sectors. We know that the the actions or at times the inaction of state government can have a profound impact on Pennsylvania employers. Uh, So when lawmakers are making these decisions, We think it's critically important that the uh, perspective of the business community is part of the discussion and that they're aware of how their their policies will impact employers. You know, I think clearly the last few months have shown, you know, how government action can have, uh, you know, a significant impact on businesses. So our job is to represent our broad-based membership and really all employers in Pennsylvania and try to advance a a pro-growth, pro-jobs agenda in Harrisburg. And we we work very closely with a broad network of local chambers of commerce. And I got to compliment Bob on a a, fantastic job that his chamber does in uh, in advocacy, um, as well as his his fellow local chambers all over Pennsylvania. Uh, but at the end of the day, our job is to make sure that their perspective is is known and and uh, helps influence public policy. All right. Well, ask. We're going to get back to the important good work and hard work that you do, and uh, how effectively you've been able to really make sure that at least the House and the Senate in Harrisburg are hearing the business message and and trying to accomplish things. I'm not quite sure that over at the governor's mansion they they might have some earplugs in or something. But uh, nonetheless, uh, we do appreciate. We know that you're getting through. Well, we have fabulous news on the unemployment uh, front. Uh, The unemployment rate fell to 6.9 percent. Now, it was at uh, 7.9%, so down a full percentage point in the U.S., and that's the addition of 638,000 jobs. Much more uh, reduction in unemployment, more jobs added than was anticipated. We'll start with Bob. Yeah, Mark, I think what we're seeing, this is clear indication that we are in the midst of a V-shaped recession. It was a very, very steep, in fact, it was a straight-down cliff. Uh, we've never had, or not recently, not in the last hundred years, that we had an experience like we just have gone through um, uh, that you literally drove the car off the edge of the cliff and straight down. Um, you know, we, we had massive unemployment, uh, we think back to April and May, and now we're, we're coming out of that. Uh, ben is probably sitting here just wanting to scream out, well, that's the Trump recovery I've, I've been talking about all along. Well, uh, you know, it, we are clearly recovering. Uh, what's more, uh, what's even uh, more interesting, I think, to me. Now, that's a, that's a big, that's a big, interesting headline right there. Of course, the, the election and coronavirus will take it off the front page, but the um, or the lead story uh, on the radio. What's what is very, very interesting is when you get into the household survey supplemental data. And we're probably looking at the same press release here. Is one quarter of employees are continuing to telework? You know. Mark, chances are, if you're still teleworking now, you're going to telework for the rest of your career. Hmm. Uh, and, uh, and that's very, very interesting because it underscores 
some of the things we've been doing with the PA Chamber and anyone who will listen uh, related to broadband and and uh, the Greater Susquehanna Valley being the back office operation. You know, we used to think of the main line of Philadelphia as that was the back office for the corporate headquarters in Philadelphia, or uh, Westchester County in New York was the back office for uh, for the you know for the financial capital of the world, uh, New York City. What we're finding now is people are looking at places like like Sealands Grove and Lewisburg and Shimokin and Sunbury and Milton. That's where they're going to be putting their back offices if we can be sure that we have uh, have good broadband and high speed internet with uh, 25% of employees continuing to telework. And uh, Alex's uh, reaction. And, Oops, I'm sorry, Bob. Please continue. Finish. I was I was finished. Okay. Yep, uh, I'd love, love to hear what Alex uh, thinks about that. Is Pennsylvania is the uh, the back office uh, for uh, for the financial capital of the world? Alex. <laughs> well, I, yeah. I, look, I think um, it, it's going to be very uh, it's going to be interesting to see over the you know the coming months and 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 years what um, what changes and 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 workplace evolutions have occurred as a result of the pandemic and hopefully um, you know once once it's a distant memory will there still be changes that have occurred that that businesses decide to embrace whether it's a more you know flexible work arrangement uh, more teleworking um, you know but I you know I think I think the the you know some of these positive signs we're seeing in in the economy, and that uh, you know, we actually got a report from the uh, Pennsylvania Revenue Department uh, looking at, rev- at tax revenues from last uh, for last month, which were um, you know about sixteen and a half percent above uh, estimates. Uh, so, so some positive news on the the tax revenue front, of course, all in the context of uh, you know still what is a very struggling economy. But I think we have a business community in Pennsylvania that has demonstrated remarkable resilience and you know grit and creativity to to operate under these unusual and difficult circumstances you know so many businesses are investing significantly to comply with new health and safety regulations and to to work to make sure that their customers that their employees and the public in general are uh, you know as, as safe and healthy as possible and you know we hope those investments are you know making that difference and and allowing these businesses to uh you know at least keep their heads above water while we continue through you know this early stage of what we hope will be a robust economic recovery well well guys these are national numbers uh you, you want to talk about Pennsylvania and you want to talk about where the economy is growing within the nation I'm not sure, unfortunately, Pennsylvania's up where it should be because of some of the confusion on regulations and some of the lockdown techniques that uh, happened. Now, we are coming out of it, but part of it is that there was a, we had a very, very strong economy nationally. Pennsylvania was very strong when this pandemic hit. So, uh, you know, when, when we look at the numbers, look at the sectors, how are we going to break Pennsylvania out of those, and where will Pennsylvania sit with states like Texas, Florida, uh, even even where we see uh, Louisiana growing at a, at a good, solid rate? Yeah, um, I guess then I'm going to respond and then uh, let Alex respond as well. But, uh, you know, what you're really talking about there is the fundamentals. What are the fundamentals of doing yes. business? In Pennsylvania, and and as we know, we're on the we're on the 
top of the wrong list and on the bottom of the right list. Okay, you know we uh, uh, we are not seen as a jobs friendly state. We have the highest or the next high, next to the highest corporate income tax. Um, our our labor, um, you know, our our work, our uh, management labor relationships are not what they could be or should be. We we have we're out of balance. And and Alex and the folks at the Pennsylvania Chamber, what what folks in the Greater Susquehanna Valley need to know that Alex is working every day. He's your boots on the ground here in Harrisburg. You know, Ben might get down here one or two times a month. Uh, I might get to a couple of meetings a month. Uh, in Harrisburg and maybe one or two a year in Washington, um, uh, but uh, but these guys are here every day, and 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 I can assure you that Alex Halper and and Gene Barr and all those folks over at the Pennsylvania Chamber wake up every morning, and the number one issue for them is how can I make Pennsylvania more business friendly, more jobs friendly, uh, and. Uh, and folks will have an opportunity uh, to hear directly uh, deep dive from Alex later today, and we'll talk about that in a moment. But Alex, how do you respond to uh, to Ben's uh, question there? Well, it's it's unfortunate, but but true that over the the last uh, years and really decades, uh, Pennsylvania has has become less and less competitive, and in, 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 in increasingly you know, global marketplace where we're not only competing with neighboring states, but we're competing with states across the country and and countries around the world. Uh, we are finding it difficult to attract businesses or to encourage existing Pennsylvania uh, Pennsylvania businesses to expand. You know, Pennsylvania has some amazing advantages in terms of of you know things like our energy resources, you know, our geographic location. We have. Uh, you know, we, we have this unique position uh, on both the, you know, the northeast, uh, north to south corridor, as well as the east and east to west, uh, and uh, ports. Uh, all of these natural advantages that uh, would allow us to be extremely competitive, and we, you know, we are still a, a, uh, you know, an economically strong state. But I think sometimes that exists despite public policies. Uh, emanating out of of Harrisburg, um, instead of you know law uh, legislation, laws and regulations that support uh, a strong economy and are helping to facilitate economic growth and allow us you know to make a pitch to businesses where they're deciding to locate. Uh, and look, you know it's tough competing with states, and you're always you know putting together. Uh, you know, tax credits and different kinds of you know different kind of handouts, and and that's not always part of the PA Chamber agenda. Even though that's always very you know that can be very necessary. What we want is to have such a strong business environment and a competitive environment that businesses want to locate here. And we've got a lot of work to do to to achieve that. Well, Alex, wouldn't the term be incentives instead yeah. of handouts? I mean, that's what it is, and on, and and the reality. And I don't fault any any state, and we've seen a lot of positive developments from you know those type of incentive programs where you know it almost becomes an arms race with other states in order to attract businesses. And look, we you know it makes sense at times. Out in Beaver County, they have the largest construction site I think in the world. Uh, you know, constructing the you know the shell uh, so-called cracker plant uh, that is going to have 
you know, enormous economic benefits for, you know, a struggling region out in the western part of the state. Um, you know, so it, it certainly is necessary at times when you're competing with other states, but, you know, we also need to advance policies that help our existing Pennsylvania businesses, those small businesses who, you know, they're, they're on our main streets, and, you know, they, they want to be able to sell their goods and sell their products and services and, and, and have, you know, partners in Harrisburg um, as opposed to, you know, policies that are just making it more, more difficult to do their jobs. All right, Alex, one additional question for you, and then we'll let you get back to uh, uh, making sure that uh, Pennsylvania does progress in a more jobs-friendly way. What are some pending pieces of legislation that would help the business jobs and, of course, working community, and uh, what might be proposed? So what's already cooking, and what would you like to see added to the pot? Well, you know, right now, much of the focus is still in, in emergency response and on measures that are specifically related to, uh, you know, addressing the pandemic. A, you know, a trend that we're seeing, which is, is difficult and disturbing, uh, we're starting to see more and more lawsuits filed against businesses, uh, really, you know, unfair, unwarranted lawsuits for, you know, for pandemic-related reasons. We have businesses who, as I mentioned earlier, are investing significantly in, in, in complying with health and safety regulations, purchasing personal protective equipment for their people, you know, really uh, uh, working hard to do all the right things and are still getting slapped with a lawsuit when someone, you know, unfortunately uh, might have uh, uh, contracted the virus and are somehow alleging that it occurred at a particular business when, you know, the nature of a pandemic really makes it impossible, uh, you know, usually makes it impossible to prove where it happened. But these types of lawsuits are, you know, they're not only unfair, but they are the worst, uh, you know, almost the worst thing that a business might have to face when they're barely keeping their heads above water and trying to recover as it is. So there is there is legislation uh, that, that we are supporting with, you know, an, a remarkably broad coalition of, you know, education advocates and small businesses, uh, the healthcare community, local government saying, you know, look, if you're a business, and you're complying with federal and state health and safety guidelines, um, you know, you ought to have some temporary safe harbor from these, uh, you know, from these pandemic-related lawsuits, which, which, let's face it, these are profiteering plaintiff's attorneys who are just trying to make a buck off of a struggling business uh, and business community. So if I had to pick one, you know, legislative item that, that we're really putting a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of, of energy behind, it's, it's liability protections, temporary liability protections for businesses and others who are, who are, main, who are, are complying with health and safety guidelines. We're hoping this is something that the legislature will do uh, this November, the state legislature, uh, when they come back for, a, you know, what might be a brief post-election voting session uh, in the next couple weeks here. Well, thank you so much for the update. How can we get more information, uh, the website and so on? Please uh, tell us the best way to stay in tune with this information. Our website, you know, pachamber.org. I also encourage folks, we created a, um, uh, we have an initiative with a website, Bringing PA Back, and, you know, that includes some really helpful resources 
for businesses in terms of the you know latest regulations uh, uh, that they must comply with, as well as our legislative agenda, uh, which includes information on on this liability protections uh, effort. Thank you so much. Yeah, we've been lucky enough to interview Gene Barr a couple mm-hmm. of times, and he's talked about yeah. those ideals, plus the uh, Why I Wear It uh, initiative, too, to make sure that mask wearing was, uh, you know, was certainly brought up and talked about and uh, yep. talked about why it was crucial to, for Pennsylvania business to claw back. Thank you so much, Alex. Uh, we are going to take a quick break. That'll be an opportunity for you to say goodbye off mic, but while you're still on the air, thank you so much, and thanks for checking in today. You bet. Thank you very much. All right. We're going to put you and Bob on hold. So now they're off the air. We're going to take a quickie break. When we come back, we'll wrap up with Bob. We'll find out what's cooking at the chamber. We'll be right back. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Mertz family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle's worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. All right, thank you so much for joining us on uh, WKOK's live telephone talk show on the mark. We thank Alex Halper, uh, Director of Governmental Affairs from the Pennsylvania Chamber of Business Industry, for checking in. Uh, Bob, we got about four minutes left. Uh, we'll open up the mic to you. Maybe mention the statewide job or the uh, local jobless numbers quickly here and uh, what's cooking at the chamber. Okay, thanks, Mark. And I, I want to tell you that in case you haven't seen it, uh, Associated Press just called Pennsylvania for Vice President Biden. Uh, so, uh, for now, <laughs> that's it, folks. The, um, let's get into those unemployment numbers uh, locally. Uh, our local counties continue to uh, lead the state in lowest unemployment rate. Uh, in fact, Montour County is tied with Center County at 5%. Uh, right on the heels of that is Union County at 5.5, Snyder County at 5.6, and Northumberland County, which has uh, always historically been a high unemployment county, is actually right in the middle of the pack at 8.3%. Uh, so our local counties are doing well, uh, but our businesses really need employees. So if you can get back into the labor force uh, sooner rather than later, uh, we're always encouraging folks to do that. The um, the other thing I wanted to mention is if, uh, if the things Alex was talking about, or if you want to talk a little bit more, more about deep, diving deep into uh, local politics, what does the election mean to Senator John Gordner, who currently is the whip? He will be moving up uh, in leadership, chances are. What does it mean to Kurt Mosser, who is currently the uh, majority uh, administrator in the House? What does that mean for his leadership? What does that mean for the greater Susquehanna Valley? Today at 12 noon, uh, the chamber is hosting Alex for a full hour to take deep, deep dives into that, um, into that information. So please uh, go to gsvcc.org, and that's where you can learn more about the chamber and register for today's event and get the Zoom login credentials, those sort of things. One other event I want to mention, Mark, next Friday, 
uh, Joe McGranahan will, uh, the name everyone knows well uh, on this show, uh, Joe McGranahan will be hosting our, uh, at 7.30 in the morning, will be hosting a transportation briefing where we're going to get go over all of the throughway, what's happening on the southern section, a project that uh, Ben Reitley's been hearing about since he was in his mother's womb, I suspect. Um, that uh, the Central Susquehanna Valley Thruway. Uh, we'll get the up-to-the-minute uh, update on that and maybe some big news on the southern section related to the Thruway. So tune into that. That's next Friday. Information available at gsvcc.org. Thank you so much for all of those updates. Very much appreciated. We always ask you the same question every time. If somebody around here sees the help wanted signs but sees that those jobs aren't ideal, what's the best way to position yourself so that you can be right for one of the well-paying jobs that's uh, still going empty around here? We have a one-stop shop. It's called PA Career Link. And if you just put PA Career Link into a search engine or if you don't have a search engine available, just swing over to uh, their office. Uh, over on uh, Market Street in Sunbury. Uh, they'll be happy to tell you more. We have lots and lots of positions. Most jobs now, Mark, most jobs, they're willing to give you the training on, uh, on, on the job training. If you're willing to come to work, they're willing to train you. But in the meantime, uh, brush up on your Microsoft uh, computer skills, brush up on your soft skills, you know, show up on time with your hair combed, your teeth brushed, and a sharp pencil and you'll do well, and we have great careers in the greater Susquehanna Valley. Well, that's right. Great place to live, play, work, and raise a family. So how about that? Thank you so much, Amen. Bob. Thanks for your updates. Really appreciate that. Thanks for the news about Pennsylvania. Uh, Joe Biden in the lead in Pennsylvania. Uh, about four or 5,000 votes right at the moment. So that uh, was uh, a bit of a bullet. According to the Associated Press. That's not according to Bob Garrett, folks. That's the Associated Press. Right, AP. Press. Well, yeah. they've, been, they've been way ahead on everybody. They're first to call Arizona. <laughs> they haven't taken it back yet. We'll see. Thank you so much, Bob. Well, Thanks, Bob. Wonderful okay, to talk well. to you. Bye-bye. Bob Garrett of the Greater Susquehanna Valley Chamber of Commerce, President and CEO in the latest jobless numbers. Well, the latest numbers about the U.S. economy, and uh, we'll include you in the discussion coming up next on WKOK's live telephone talk show on the mark. You are listening to News Radio 1070, WKOK Sunbury, WKOK News Time. It is now 9 a.m. Good morning, everyone. Is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Eggland's Best. I'm Cami McCormick. We're getting closer to finding out the presidential vote tallies in a handful of important states. CBS News projects Joe Biden now leads in Pennsylvania by about 5,500 votes. In Georgia, Biden now leads President Trump by just over 1,000 votes. Joe Biden is trying to make history in Georgia. It's been 28 years since a Democrat last carried the state in a presidential election. Georgia voting implementation manager Gabriel Sterling says there are potentially nearly 9,000 overseas and military ballots, which are due by Friday. That doesn't mean that any of them will arrive, or it means that all of them could arrive. We have no way of knowing that number. Sterling says it's not clear when all the ballots will be counted in Georgia. Bill Caiaccio for CBS News Atlanta. The Trump campaign has repeatedly attacked the continued counting, and that drew some protesters to the streets of Washington, D.C. President's alluded to maybe throwing out mail-in ballots or absentee ballots, and I'm here today to just make it clear that I don't think that should happen. Here's correspondent Ben Tracy. Some Republicans are heavily criticizing his attacks on voting and democracy itself. Maryland Governor Larry Hogan tweeted, there is no defense for the president's comments undermining our democratic process. 
But others like Senator Lindsey Graham repeated the president's baseless claims of fraud and said he's donating $500,000 to the president's defense team. Correspondent Major Garrett has more. Right now, there is no legal basis by which to challenge a single vote in any jurisdiction in this country. There just isn't. They may come up with one. But I've talked to Bob Bauer, the attorney for the Biden campaign. He's like, we don't even see anything to deal with yet. Checking the coronavirus numbers now. Yesterday saw the highest number of daily cases that we've seen during the pandemic. Christian Walker is emergency preparedness director in Hamilton County, Indiana. Some of it's attributed to the colder weather with people moving indoors. Uh, some of it is the uh, the COVID fatigue. Correspondent Adriana Diaz. Illinois Governor Davey Pritzker says his state's COVID cases are rising faster than they have since June, hitting a new single-day record of more than 9,900 cases, while COVID-related deaths passed the 10,000 mark in the state. The rise in cases and hospitalizations is unsustainable. The numbers continue to rise dramatically across the country. In all, 15 states broke single-day records for new COVID cases on Thursday. Cases are also on the rise in the Northeast in New Jersey, New York, and Maine. New unemployment numbers just out. They show the jobless rate dropped to just under 7%, but job growth has slowed again. Investors have been nervous about the presidential election and other issues. Dow futures are now up. This is CBS News. Today, stronger immunity and better nutrition are more important than ever. That's why Eggland's Best gives you and your family more. That's healthy news for everyone. Only Eggland's Best. I'm Dr. Stork. Today, stronger immunity and better nutrition are more important than ever. That's why Eggland's Best gives you and your family more. Compared to ordinary eggs, Eggland's Best provides six times more vitamin D and ten times more vitamin E, all helping you maintain a strong immune system and better overall health. Plus, you get all that farm-fresh, delicious taste. These are no ordinary times, so why choose an ordinary egg? Only Eggland's Best. Better taste, better nutrition, better eggs. Now at Lowe's, we're saying thanks to our pros in more ways than ever before during our Provember event. We have deals on the brands you trust, like DeWalt, Spider, and Metabo HPT. We also have credit options you won't want to miss. Plus, for five days only, November 9th through the 13th, Bring in an old bucket from one of our competitors and get a brand new five-gallon Lowe's branded bucket free. Just one more reason why we're the new home for pros. Limit one bucket per customer while supplies last. U.S. only. There may be a new hope in efforts to find a treatment for Alzheimer's disease. Correspondent Jim Crisula has that. U.S. regulators are deciding whether to approve the first drug that's claimed to slow the mental decline from Alzheimer's disease. A panel of experts will meet today to advise the Food and Drug Administration on the drug. One study suggested the drug helped, but a second study did not. The drug would be very expensive and could have a profound effect on Medicare. It's administered through an IV once a month. Jim Crisula, CBS News. Researchers in Britain are looking at whether aspirin, which is commonly used as a blood thinner, may be a possible treatment for COVID-19. COVID patients are at higher risk of blood clots. And some of us are apparently eating a lot more during the pandemic, and that includes chocolate. Hershey reported a third quarter profit that was well above Wall Street expectations, more than $2 billion in revenue. I'm Cammie McCormick, CBS News. With United Healthcare Medicare Advantage plans, there's so much to take advantage of, like free annual eye exams to help you see more clearly. Wow. Plus, get free designer frames and free prescription lenses. It's time to take advantage. To learn more, visit AdvantageWow.com. 
Vision benefits vary by plan and are not available with all plans. Additional charges may apply for out-of-network services. Annual routine eye exam and $100 to $400 allowance for covered eyewear every one to two years. Wow. Liberty. Liberty Mutual Insurance Company customizes your car insurance with Right Track, which rewards you for safe driving. As the world's most careful driver, that's perfect. Now applying two pounds of force for acceleration. You really up, 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 turning in point three miles and begin a deceleration. With Liberty Mutual's Right Track, you could earn up to 30% savings based on how you drive. Sign up at LibertyMutual.com slash Right Track. Liberty, 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 Liberty. Discount on participating vehicles based coverages only. Availability varies. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1 800 795 9565 or email on the mark at WKOK.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark, Mark Lawrence and Ben Reichley. Greetings. Welcome back to the KOK's live telephone talk show, On the Mark. I hope you heard the good news there. Pennsylvania's, uh, well, not scratch that, the U.S. jobless rate down to 6.9%. Mm. 689,000, nope, 638,000 jobs added to the U.S. economy. So uh, there's just no other way to, to look at that, uh, except the Washington Post it says it's actually further proof that the economy is slowing and the recovery has stalled i'm like how in the world do you get that out of there so but anyway uh, washington post <laughs> known to some people as the washington compost ah i like that that's well said all right they do they do a good job on the pandemic but uh, they really have a thing in for mr trump on the market sponsored by the sunbury motor company you can check them out at sunburymotors.com our toll-free line is now open call us 1-800-795-9565 you can email us at on the market at WKOK.com and text us at 70236. As you heard on uh, CBS, Pennsylvania continues to count. We got about uh, 98% of the vote uh, counted now, and uh, Joe Biden is up about 5,000 votes in Pennsylvania. So he's been behind for a long time, but still to be opened, uh, not only uh, the mail in ballots that uh, a lot of those go Democrat, but military ballots come in, and uh, generally more than 50% are voters for President Trump. So We'll see how these vote totals count. And then provisional ballots. Remember, provisional ballots, those are the ones that involve some sort of an anomaly, either at the polling place or mail-in or at the, uh, uh, when people were trying to uh, get their vote counted. <laughs> and there's usually a discussion that precedes the acceptance of every provisional ballot mm-hmm. cast. And to make sure that it, you know it's only one, one person, one vote. An- so, anomaly might be a very interesting word to be using for, well, for, for any, for any uh, state right now that is being or or being counted or be potentially recounted. Yeah, and I would assume President Trump is correct that it's outright criminal fraud brought on by uh, big corporations, Democrats, and the media. So uh, hopefully <laughs> all of that gets... Time worked. will tell. Uh, Maybe. Yeah, I Maybe. really hope all that gets worked out so that uh, uh, President Biden or President Trump <clears throat> goes into office with a mandate and a clear, a clear win in the U.S. election. So let's do some local headlines. Uh, as you heard, the Pennsylvania Secretary of State 
State, Kathy Bokvar, says that Pennsylvania's up about, uh, has Joe Biden with a lead right now, about 5,000 votes or so, but there's still thousands of military and overseas ballots to be counted, plus provisional ballots, plus those uh, sometimes controversial ballots that are sealed and not counted yet. They'll be counted after 5 p.m. today. These are the ones that arrive in the courthouses after uh, 8 p.m. on Election Day. They all have to be counted, too. So Pennsylvania uh, leaning toward Biden right at the moment with him in the lead, but uh, still too early to call precisely what's going to happen there. So we'll keep you posted about that. Here's our report from earlier today. Speaking at a press conference Thursday evening, Secretary of State Kathy Bookvar said the counting of mail-in ballots was coming down the home stretch, but not enough ballots had been counted to determine a winner. The farther apart that is, the easier it is to tell. So it's very close in Pennsylvania, right? There's no question. And so that means it's going to take longer to actually see who the winner is. While the Trump campaign has raised concerns about the validity of mail-in ballots postmarked on Election Day but received up until 5 p.m. today, Bookvar says based on their low numbers so far, it does not appear they will have much of an impact on the outcome of the race. Mark Sims, News Radio 1070 WKOK. Yeah, for example, about a dozen of those ballots in Snyder County and a few more than that in Union County and ballots that came in later than the election. So hopefully they don't have any impact on the outcome. The Trump campaign had a big win yesterday in Philadelphia's lower courts. Poll watchers are now allowed within six feet of ballot counting at the Pennsylvania Convention Center rather than the previous 20-foot perimeter. And some were held at 30 feet, they said. The order went into effect to 10.30 in the morning. The Philadelphia Board of Elections has an appeal pending with Commonwealth Court. They don't want those poll watchers within or, or, six feet. Or they want poll watchers only with very good eyesight. Well, yes, binoculars. Even, even then, I saw the distance they had it set up, not at the convention center, but some of the other uh, polling places, 30 feet away. So you can see that someone's working. Yeah, why, why, d- why does that even happen? I mean, I mean, who who thought that was legitimate? Well, everything's run by Democrats, and these are Republican. Well, uh, I mean, but but uh, I mean, at some point, so I have to say, hey, you know, this is going to get out. But you know what? Uh, if you're not cheating, are you really trying? Or at some point, the worst they can say is, oh, we got to go back to six feet. So at least they tried to keep people at twenty and thirty feet. Well, and they probably put them closer, except for the pandemic. But again, it, you, you look at the absurdity of the whole thing. Well, yeah, put everybody at seven feet or six feet, wherever they can see, count the votes, legal votes, and get the votes out there. The ones that get put over here on this because there's questions, you, you move the process along. Not this slow drip, slow drip, slow drip. Philadelphia has to have their ballots count by Dauphin County. That might work out a little I think better. on the next Pennsylvania ballot, in, there should be a ballot initiative to ask New Jersey to buy Philadelphia, or we would maybe give Philadelphia oh, to New Jersey. <laughs> yeah, the good news. We will gift you this. Good luck. All right. Some other brief headlines as it relates uh, to the election. Mm. Uh, Penn Live reported that there were various organizations and political entities gathering on the Capitol steps in Harrisburg yesterday to proclaim in various words and for various candidates that every vote should count. Pennsylvania did see a delay in some of the results in the election so far due to the mail-in voting that has uh, taken place. Many of the protesters there uh, said they supported a particular candidate, but without fail, they wanted every vote to count. 
And there's a new hit on YouTube, and it's right from Pennsylvania. It's the live stream of Philadelphia's ballot counting room at the Pennsylvania Convention Center. It's been binge-watched on the Internet by people who are turning it on and leaving it on, even though really nothing changes <laughs> in the image uh, hour after hour. It's a wide shot of what looks like a mail-sorting facility with a bunch of people in the distance counting ballots. Uh, and it doesn't even have any sound, but you can watch it taking place on the YouTube stream. It's been viewed millions of times since Wednesday. It's given Whitney Houston a run for her money in terms of the most watched. What is it, the new hanging Chad? 20 20 years later, the... Hanging ballot. Well, I have to admit, I looked at it ballot? yesterday just to see what it looked like, but there's nothing to look Is at. Is that the to one where? There. Okay, so I, if, if I've seen the pictures, there are tables and people they're in taped orange off and, and everything. yellow vests. Or yep, they're yeah, all okay. divided. Okay, you, you get sections of Philly. Yeah, it looks very exciting. I wonder <laughs> if they're bringing in cheesesteaks. Well, I'll tell you what, super volunteers. It's funny. You look, you take a glimpse in the morning and you see there's you know three people mm-hmm. in the front row. You can recognize them. You see them. You tune in at. 8 p.m., and they are still there. The same people, same clothes, same tables. They're still at the, they're doing this it is hour after Mark, hour. Mark, don't you realize? What's that? This is the Manchurian ballot counter. <laughs> they, they're not really there. They, they are stuffed. They oh, never move. I mean, if you watch it the whole time, oh, the people moving. never move. It's, it, this right. is Manchurian ballot counting. All right. Uh, now on to the coronavirus. Uh, no new coronavirus deaths in the Valley. That's good news. Now our area is participating in the spike that's happening statewide with 54 new cases of coronavirus around here. Pennsylvania broke another record yesterday with the most number of coronavirus tests. And why not? We're doing more testing than ever before. We may or may not have a higher infection rate than ever before, but uh, we do have more tests coming back positive than ever before. Uh, one note quickly, uh, not back into midsummer levels, but uh, certainly not good news. The hospitalizations are up around here. 15 additional patients in local hospitals because of the coronavirus. And that's those, them, be the headlines. So mm-hmm. that is uh, that. Uh, we have uh, one line ready to go. We got some emails here, so we'll read those. No texts yet. You can participate in our Text Connect uh, messaging system. Uh, 70236 would be where you'd send your message. You can email us at onthemarketwkok.com. And uh, you can, uh, let's see, call us 1 800 795 we got a caller waiting. I'm going to him in a moment. Let's set the scene. What's your reaction to what you're witnessing here? The president says it's widespread fraud. What's your view on that? And uh, uh, stop the steal and all that sort of thing. Well, I, I think widespread fraud terminology the president's used has been more than interesting since he started to run for president. I think there's widespread questions, and hopefully these questions get answered. And whoever is president, if it's Joe Biden, if it's uh, President Trump, then enough people will understand that, hey, everything was looked at, every stone was overturned. Also, the GOP, as Democrats, if they were in the same position, should exhaust every legal issue they can. And if I was either party, and like I said, if, if this was reversed and the Democrats are there, I'd exhaust every legal. I'd want to find out how this went on, why it went on, and what can be done to prevent it. Because there's election in two years. So there's election in four more years. So this will, this will be pretty interesting. One side, though, the Democrats do have is the media 
It's pretty biased in a lot of ways to do a degree of the promotion of this. Yeah, the Fox promo- even went well, Democrat Even the polls, uh, when you talk about the polls. So, uh, like I said, whichever party, like I said, flip-flop parties, if the Dems were in the position the GOP is now, everyone should exhaust this and find out. I will say this. It is, as I talk to some people who are not from this country, uh, just shake their heads of why it is extremely complicated in the United States to have an election. Now, they do understand the electoral college. That's not the question. Our election process should be more similar than dissimilar. Now, Maine and Nebraska, they can uh, put electoral college together by congressional districts. Okay, that's fine. Colorado just passed a strange bill, I believe, personally. I find it strange that their electoral votes go to whoever wins the popular vote of the United States. So what does that make Colorado a subservient of the rest of the 49 states? But I would hope that our, just as in Pennsylvania, 67 counties, I'd hope our election process is more similar than dissimilar. But Center County didn't seem to have any problems. Other counties, Erie, didn't seem to have any problems, but we have this Philadelphia, Allegheny, almost every election. But how can Florida do it? Pennsylvania can't. Uh, like I said, the election process, however the We should adopt to Florida's. I hear that well, phrase all the time. We uh, should adopt Florida's method. It should be, you, I, I, you would hope 50 states and other voting areas you would hope the process would be far more similar than dissimilar and and hopefully efficient but um you know this seems to be uh you know where we're at and believe me this this didn't just happen in 2000 it just doesn't happen now this was going on even before i mean this goes back to 1960s kennedy nixon and even before uh you can you can follow some of the uh trends but again, uh, you know, in Pennsylvania, you'd hope 67 counties would be fairly similar. Mark, if you're in this county and I'm in, you're in X county, I'm in Y county, and they say we want to do a test, I could go to your county, you could come to my county, and it still runs smooth because, like I said, we're far more similar. You know, ha- how, how votes come in, how they're counted, alternative ballots. I mean, I've sat as judge in elections, and we see people come in, and you could, you know, they're circling the name. They're not Xing the box. So, we will see. Overall, uh, you know, it's it's a strange set of affairs we're seeing. And I don't think any one side has a uh, monopoly on uh, what they feel is, is, is right. Um, I, I will say that uh, uh, the, the media has been all over the place, starting um, probably 8.30 when the polls start first closing at 8 o'clock and 8.30 when the first uh, reports came in. All right, 1-800-795-9565. We're going to get our first quickie break out of the way. Then we're going to hit the phones and emails and texts. And a we, good, good email here, too. All right, we will be right back. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle's worth. 
The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. President Trump is now on the pre-existing condition list for coronavirus. Trump is on the unemployment line. Trump is just like you and I, not above the law. Karma, baby. Thanks, says Bob. Another issue, another listener says, uh, my issue with the counting of votes after November 3rd is the extension was legislated by the court. Not the legislature. That's a that's a rub some people are having. Is it is it the courts to to courts? I always thought were look officials. They call the flag against the penalty. They do not make up the penalty. That's supposedly for your women and men in the legislature. All right. Uh, as we've been reporting, Joe Biden up about 5,000 votes in Pennsylvania now, and he overtook President Trump during the overnight hours in Georgia. So uh, Joe Biden has uh, got a path to the White House here if he keeps it up. So <laughs> let, let accurate, fraud-free, uh, appropriate, and 100% legal counting continue. Uh, Eric, thank you so much for waiting. You are on the mark. Good morning, Mark. Good morning, Ben. Um, I've called in every day this week, and if, uh, the facts I'm going to give you can be checked by uh, just checking on the tapes of, of your show. But, Ben, you weren't in there earlier this week, so I wanted to share what uh, I went over with Joe. Um, and feel free to uh, contradict me if you think my facts are incorrect. We have uh, 9 million registered voters in Pennsylvania. Uh, that number, 4.2 million are Democrats, 3.5 million are Republicans, and about 0.9 million are Independents. Uh, proven fact that we had one, let's see, 2.4 million requests for mail-in ballots. Because we requested them, we know who requested them. So out of that number, 1.6 million were from Democrats, 550,000 were from Republicans, and about 260,000 were from Independents. Go ahead, Eric. Yeah, go ahead. Is, is this okay. from the state? Is okay, this from so, the state? Uh, Eric, the Eric, is your information? On Tuesday into Wednesday, once okay. we had our in-person count, um, the president had a lead of 700,000. Is that is that what you understand, too? Yeah, but are you, look, are you getting the, your information from the PA state government yes. site? Okay, yes. yeah, that's, yes. the, that's yes. a pretty consistent site. Okay. Uh, so we had a 700,000 uh, lead for the governor. Uh, for the president, excuse me, President Trump. Okay, so by my map, we look at the 1.6 million Democrats with send-ins and 550,000 GOP. That comes up to still 1.1 million more Democrats have requested mail-in ballots. So it makes perfect sense to me that if we have 1.1 more Democrats mailing in ballots, that we would overcome overcome a 700,000 deficit and still have 400,000 for those who may have, you know, voted the other direction. So I predict, and I predicted this on Tuesday, that after we had all the ballots in, that, that the, the uh, vice president, Mr. Biden, would win Pennsylvania between 50 and 100,000. And it seems that that's coming true. Now, I gave these facts. 
I gave this prediction by my math way before there's any allegations of anything or knowing exactly, you know. But the math is there. If anyone looks at it, and they go to the PA.gov site and pick it up. So the facts and the math, which can't be cheated upon, are there. That this election is coming out as one would predict it would. Well, you're, if you if you want to go static, uh, yes, you're going A, B, C, D, E, F, J. Here's the problem: because you requested a mail-in ballot, doesn't mean they all come in. And because you requested a mail-in ballot, how did they all come in? So that's going to be the question. And the ballots should be uh, legitimized, and they should be legal ballots. So by static, um, you know, A equals B, C equals A, B and C equals isosceles triangles type stuff, yes. However, in the real world, just because you've requested a ballot and who requested those ballots and how were they mailed out. So time, time will tell, but legal votes should count. Uh, others should be interpreted, and we'll see what the results will be. And we know now that only a few hundred uh, ballots have come in after the election, only a few hundred in Philadelphia and also over in Allegheny County. So but it is always interesting that it's Allegheny and, and, and Philadelphia County. counties. So the, the, um, the uh, contention, or they're going to take the Supreme Court about the late ballots, are a separate issue. What we have now, the numbers we have now, are the ballots that were received prior to or on Election Day, not after. Well, we will see how it works out. We'll see what the legal ramifications will be, if any. And uh, we'll, like I said, hopefully in the near future, we'll see who, who the President of the United States is. If it's Joe but, Biden but and it's Lee. you would agree Lee. that the math, my math, is, is not just a Democrat spouting off that, that the math works. No. Correct? No, I don't agree with that because... Okay, so why not? Ben? Well, I just told you earlier, if you were listening, okay, Eric... Okay, so Eric, you... Go ahead, ben. Well, Eric, if you were listening earlier, I said just because there was 1.1 mail and ballots requested, that doesn't mean 1.1 came back, and it's the way they come back, also too, uh, harvested all in one bounce, like uh, we've seen in some other states. So the interpretation of those static, as I said earlier, your A, B, C, D, E, F, which I think is probably the template or format for about 99% of your calls, you, you, you walk through some legitimate points on your, on your end. Okay, if you want to put that equation together, then put in the intangible, and that is what happens in the real world. So, again, time will tell, and we'll see, but I also think that the Democrats should allow people to come in and, and look at the voting process and look at the recounting process to, to make sure that it's legitimate, because I believe Joe Biden wants to win legitimately if President Trump gets reelected, it wants to be legitimate. So uh, all parties should be as transparent as possible. All right, Eric, we'll give you 10 seconds. Go ahead and wrap up. The math works. What's happening is what was predicted, and I'm not surprised, and no, uh, no true patriot uh, American should be surprised. And what the president was is just being a pertinent child who predicted oh, ahead on, of time. Eric. And it's trying to do a self-fulfilling uh, prophecy about this. Yeah, and, 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 and it's not legitimate. Thanks, Eric. And that's your view. And, you know, look in the mirror also and do a self
analysis, too. All right. Uh, one of our listeners says, if President Trump told the truth about COVID-19 and told supporters to file by mail, he might have won. But baby Trump wants it his way, the wrong way. And now back to TV shows, maybe Wheel of Fortune, way to bankruptcy, Russian roulette, Ukraine, my brain, China duck. Okay. Oh that's that's witty. What, do, what does that mean? I don't know. But, and, you know, the last caller, and who's you know, one of your serial callers, you know, good points, good discussion points, pros, cons, here and there we're having a discussion. But then, as most people who get fed up with reality lose it, and they get personal and make some, some comments, come on, you know, have a discussion, understand that there can be multiple interpretations of your facts, you don't own the facts. And again, if the president needs to look in the mirror and have uh, a self-evaluation, maybe all of us can look in the mirror, too. One of our listeners says, So, Eric, please explain the video of vote counters filling in the blocks of blank ballots in Philly. When this is fully validated, there had better be arrests, said one of our listeners. Yep. All right, uh, Tom, you're on the mark. Thanks for calling in. Go ahead, Tom, you're on now. Turn the radio off, Tom. Come on, Tom. All right, well, we'll try next time. Uh, we got an emailer says, Good morning. Just an update for me. I told you, I don't know how many times. Do not believe the polls. I'm going to read that one again. Good morning. Just an update for me. I told you, how many times? Do not believe the polls. Now we're talking about what, the Polish people? No, P O L L S, oh, meaning okay. the, the <laughs> casting of ballots and the counting of ballots. And you know, Mark, and these pollsters get paid very, very good money. Well, look at Franklin <laughs> Marshall. He's made, you know, oh, Mr. Madonna's made a industry out of this. But anyway, and I told you, I don't know how many times masks do not work. My only changes is after all these and questions are answered about the vote. I'm not watching any news anymore, Fox even, but I knew Fox was changing months ago. Goodbye, Fox. Goodbye, all news. Sorry, WKOK. All right. Well, you, I mean, you know, listen, hey, that's his prerogative. Are you doing a Nicobod Crane type of scenario here? Or? <laughs> Another listener wondering why six feet's the magic number at the Philadelphia Convention Center says, who decided on six feet? Why not four feet or eight feet? If we're only five feet, ten inches apart, are you doomed to die? Did we get to vote on that? I don't think so, says <laughs> Dave. That's interesting. So what, what is six feet? Because then it came out later if somebody calls, it could go nine feet. So, um, no. I, well, I'm assuming it means at the convention center. Well, that's probably why six saying, foot But, but even those six foot in your social distancing, why shouldn't it be eight feet, nine feet? Is, is six feet some uh, consistent number that uh, people naturally avoid? When you come in within six feet, are you coming into my personal space? I think it's probably a little less than that, don't you think, Mark? Ah, let's see. Uh, CBS reporting that uh, Joe Biden has 49.4% of the vote in Pennsylvania right now. President Trump has 49.3%. So Joe Biden has 3,295,304 votes compared to President Trump's 3,289,717 votes. So they are mm. separated Pretty close. by, uh, well, what is that, about 5,000 or so. 
But I would say that right now you would look at uh, if uh, they were if this was a horse race, it would be down the stretch they come and you would see. Uh, yeah, and the race ends Tuesday. <laughs> the, Bi- the, Bi- the Biden horses uh, next has Tuesday gained, has gained the ground. Tom, thanks for waiting. Sorry we missed you on the first try, but now you are on the radio. Yeah, I agree with Eric one hundred percent. He is right. It's right on, and you know. If the Democrats cheated, they did a very poor job of cheating because Republicans won the states. They won that. They 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 got more people in the House. So I don't I don't know how Trump is the only one that got cheated out of all the, out of all these elections. <laughs> there's there's not one complaint from anybody but Donald Trump. He's, you know, how could how could only one person have got cheated? He's the only one that got cheated out of everybody. No, there's other there's other Republicans that have complained. McSally in Arizona, James in Michigan. Uh, right now, the uh, Pennsylvania AG no, race. Yes, they have complained, Tom. And the AG race in Pennsylvania is there's question marks now coming up. And and a lot of the problems that happened are the problems of of Donald Trump. Donald Trump started in back in the springtime. He put this Louis DeJoy in charge of the post office to slow down the mail. He's been saying since the summer. He's been saying since the summer before he ever even had any idea what was going to happen that he was going to challenge it results of this event of this election because he knew he was going to lose the Republican Senate in this state of Pennsylvania could have could have changed the rules and they could have counted the mail-in ballots first before the other votes but they didn't do that either I guess they wanted to have the excuse they wanted to have the excuse that well We'll put the mail-in ballot second. That way it'll look like the Democrats are cheating. Well, they, they should have put the mail-in ballots first. They should, have let, they should have let them count them right away. They could have taken those things out of the envelopes and had them all ready to put in the machines. I mean, it takes time to take envelopes uh, out of one envelope and, and, and flatten them out. All this stuff is because of the Republicans. And if the if, if the Republicans are if the Democrats are cheating, then how did Biden Biden get ahead in Georgia, which has a Republican governor, and it has a Republican attor- attorney general or secretary of state? Well, how appara- did that happen? Apparently, there's been changes. The president said last night that that's one of the states where they have Democrats in charge of the apparatus. So I believe well, the pre- I believe the president in Georgia. No, Georgia has a Democratic governor. It's no, Brian the president Trump. said He's they're Democrats. He's not a, and it's they a have Republican a, they governor. Have a Republican Secretary of State. I guarantee you. I know they do. I guarantee you. I'm just harassing you, Tom. Come on, work with me here. Oh boy. I mean, you know, this this thing with Trump is really, it's re- well, the guy's a big baby. That's what he is. That's why they made that balloon of him. He's a big baby. <laughs> okay. And people that that believe his crap. This whole thing is, and and as far as not being allowed, people being allowed to watch the uh, 
the thing in uh, Philadelphia, that's not true. There were people in there watching. No, they were 30 feet away. They went to court. It wasn't true, They Tom. went to court, and the judge asked, well, how many people are watching? And they had to tell them. Yeah, that's fine. The only fine. thing they gained out of that was instead of watching 20 feet away, they had to be, they let them move up 14 feet. They were 6 feet away instead of 20 feet. That is what happened there. There is no such a thing as that nobody was allowed to watch. This whole thing by this Republican. Well, Tom, 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 you must be confused. You're not watching if you're 20 to 30 feet away. I don't care if you're a Democrat or Republican. And Democrats and Republicans are in there verifying this. So the Biden folks, the Trump folks, everybody should be wanting transparency because whoever wins the election, you, you want it to be as legitimate as possible. Right now, if the questions aren't answered... There's going to be some folks walking away saying, I feel th- this this wasn't right. And it could be Republicans and Democrats. All right. We'll give you the last word. Tom, go right ahead. Well, Ben, if you want to watch what's going on in <laughs> Philadelphia or anywhere else, you know what you do? Get on your computer and get on, or get on your telephone, and you can watch exactly what's going on in that room. It's on video. It's on video. Well, you, but you can't. You want to go on and watch it? Go watch it. Tom, you're not anybody telling anybody anything different. It's the way that the tra- it's uh, lack you, of you transparency. You, you can make an excuse for an excuse. That's the kind of guy you well, are. I can't make it. Tom, Trump got Tom, I can't. I can't make an excuse for you though. It's it's not well, over I yet though. I can't make an excuse for you either because <laughs> you're pretty bad. Oh come on, you both of you. You're a real okay. tool for the Republican Party. Okay, right, I'm taking Tom. both of you guys out for uh, a beer. It's we'll, not both uh, of those guys. We'll it's the lack do. of Tom. Very unwitty, but again, the personal tax are the way that some people have to uh, operate. So, again, transparency on both sides. Lack of transparency will lead to questions being asked and frustration, and it can be on the Democrats as well as the Republicans. All right, 1-800-795-9565. We've got open lines. We've got one caller coming in, but we'll take more comers. 1-800-795-9565. We're going to take a quickie break, but first I'm going to read an e- a text. It says, gee, Tom, that is the question. How did down-ballot Republican candidates win, but the top of the ticket didn't? Yeah. Tom, 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 if Biden was losing his lawyers would be all over it. But then again, the Democrats didn't create the most extensive voter fraud organization ever. Those words came right out of Biden's mouth. Fraud, fraud, fraud in the democratically controlled districts. There is some truth to that, and Tom might not realize, and that is the question, is how did so many Republicans down, down ballot work do so well in the president, and this is not just well, the state of Pennsylvania. Maybe they cheated on the president. It's, it's out in other states, too, there's questions. So, uh, my point is transparency, and again, it, very interesting that some of our callers seem to lose at the end and become, uh, they get involved in the identity side of it. All right, 1-800-795-9565. Join the caller standing by. Uh, you can email us at onthemarketwkok.com, and you can do as one individual has done. Text us at 70236. We think we will win the election very easily. We think there's going to be a lot of litigation. It's going to end up perhaps at the highest court in the land. 
Right, uh, President mm-hmm. Trump last night. Uh, let's see. One of our listeners says, the bright side of this whole election mess, capital M-E-S-S, is that CNN and MSNBC have taken down the COVID death count on their screen. Apparently, they aren't as concerned about anyone dying anymore. Gee, I wonder why, says Doug. Mm-hmm. Yeah, interesting Well, the point. pandemic is over, according to Fox. They did announce that after November 3rd, once, once the president was ousted, the, co- the pandemic would end. And, and fortunately, that has happened. Yesterday's 2,900 cases, uh, positive tests. Mm. Just because we're doing more testing, that's all. Okay. Al, you're on the mark. Morning. Thanks for taking my call. <laughs> Thanks um, for being you. <laughs> you're welcome. Anyway... He kind of led me into writing this down again and wanting to call um, Stan that's there, right? Yep, he called he said earlier. about a free, free and fair election. And that's what the Constitution calls for, especially in the presidential election. And there are certain rules, and those rules have been changed. And systemically, the largest one is the mail-in voting. And that seems to be a, a lot of the controversy that's going on. Because, you know, figures don't lie, but liars figure. And then we kind of get what we deserve. And should there be 10 million arrests out in Nevada for the people that voted, that knew they were no longer living in Nevada and voted anyway? Should there be 10 million arrests? Uh, follow them ballots back to where they came from? The mail-in ballots that people, you know, no longer live in the state. And after all this, we, what we did was leave Trump down. The silent majority didn't come out and work in the beginning and talk to their neighbors and uh, really get into the woods with people and try and explain to them what's going on. Because uh, because of that, we can't really blame anybody. Uh, except ourselves. Well, that's true for every election, every candidate all the time. I mean, yeah, you, but you can always do setting. more. They, they, these are record-setting turnouts now. Uh, I mean, President Trump has, what, the second most votes of anybody else so far, the popular, right, I, and I, I, Biden I, I, has the I, most? I have that. saying about the votes. Uh, the last election in 16, there was 139,000 registered votes cast already trump hit 70 that evening and they stopped the count but regardless of what's going on there is only one chance that this would go and and have to have something systemic to take it to the supreme court and that would be the systemic thing and then the supreme court would either they'd have to remedy it i don't know what they would do but they would have to remedy it uh, make a ruling or let it stand and if they let it stand then we get what we deserve and uh, and we just have to work harder next time because now it's out it's out in the open the the big difference between the conservatives and the liberals is you hear it on the other radio stations and stuff and it's not said here but they they don't believe in life i mean they're big on uh, the abortion and there's been 64 million babies killed, so back to where I start. We get what we deserve, and we got to straighten up as a nation, and we're going to lose it. All right. Well said. Thank you so much. I uh, appreciate that. Thanks for calling in now. 
Thank you. Uh, let's see. Let him get back to work. Uh, let's see. One of our listeners says, when in your wildest dreams did you ever think a president of the United States shout, stop the count during an election? Can you imagine if four years ago Hillary would have reacted this way? The Republicans uh, would have been fit to be tied. Well, I think you have to look at the context of that and the content before it was said and afterwards. Well, he's not just saying stop that, the count because I'm ahead in a uh, couple he, places. No, he said they were questioning illegal balloting. and the. Mm-hmm. So there, there's a little bit more to that. But uh, th- this text is out there. Wow. I'm glad it's Friday. He should have complained <laughs> about this. I saw this on Facebook, and I assume that it's true that there were white vans full of big boxes of Democratic emergency ballots being unloaded somewhere. So mm. I am assuming that, that those big boxes of Democratic emergency ballots are real. Don't, yeah. you, don't you think? No, they... Uh I just, Everywhere they were of all the memes on Facebook, that I one mean, made me I, laugh. That was pretty good. I, I, yeah. uh, another listener says, good morning. I can watch a football game from 50 feet away and see what's happening. Not six feet. Uh, that is <laughs> that is about absurd in the context that we're that talking about uh, uh, counting uh, or, or looking at uh, ballots as you could get there. Well, and, and 50 feet, okay, so mm-hmm. you want to be 50 feet away and you can see. You want to be able to hear what the individual mm-hmm. is saying, what's being said to them, and you want to be able to see what they're doing, and you want to be able to see what their hands are doing. So yeah, validate um, it. You want to you want to have this is a vote that can be validated. Boom! This goes into this pile. This goes into this pile. Hey, we can't validate this. We got to discuss it. This goes into that pile. We invite you to do what Ben and I have done, and that's go to SunburyMotors.com and maybe just do a little bit of speculation mm-hmm. about your next vehicle. Of course, you know uh, you're aware that I've switched from a Ranger to a Ford F-150, yes, yes. and uh, now we're just haggling on the price. Put your big boy pants on, and you're going to get F-150-ish. And I did tell my lovely bride, and she said, "Oh, wow, that's great! I love those big trucks. <laughs> Holy smokes! I, I, Here we go." No, it's a dual package for you guys. <laughs> April, don't cheat yourself. Mark gets a 150, you get the Mustang oh, convertible, Mustang. and that can be your, you guys enjoy going down to the beach. I can see you, you know, with the top down, she's driving you down 1115 on your way to the beach. Well, my lovely bride said as soon as hunting season is over, she's getting a dumpster, and that's going <laughs> to, she's going to park it outside my garage. Are you going to put all your mounts in there, or what? And, uh, well, the, no, <laughs> she's, I have to take all my stuff out, some of it going to have to be recycled and reused. Some of it will go in the basement, but her car, her new Mustang, is going to go in the garage. Oh. It'll go right next to our 93 Ranger that keeps on performing like a top. Oh, no reason not to have a 93 Ranger. Hey, functionality. Ford. And if you want functionality, get to Sunbury Motors. Lincoln, Kia, Hyundai. I already got picked out for Ben since he does a lot of road trips uh, that he's going to get the Lincoln Navigator with the hybrid. He's going to get 30 miles to the gallon when he's cruising down the turnpike on this baby. Yeah, I think I got to go Expedition. Oh, yeah. You still like the Expedition? I like that. Uh, a little, expedition. little more rugged. Well, then when, when GPS says take this logging road over the top of the mountain to get where you're going, you can hang a right mm-hmm. and go right ahead. Kia and Hyundai also available at the Sunbury Motor Company. Uh, they got sunburymotors.com just full of specials and opportunities for you to save a buck or two. And uh, guess what? They would just like to super serve you as they have hundreds of thousands of people. Every visit these days starts at sunburymotors.com. Who's down there? Kyle, Jeff, Jason. Your, your guy's Jason, Jeff. my guy's Kyle. You got Jeff, you got Austin. 
Ernie it's funny. over at Kia. Kyle's ordered me two Rangers, and he only been there about a year or so. And now I said, well, next we need a F-150. But he said my F-150's there. We don't have to order it. Good. It's already there. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle is worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. Democracy is sometimes messy. It sometimes requires a little patience as well. So I ask everyone to stay calm. We think we will win the election very easily. We think there's going to be a lot of litigation because we have so much evidence, so much proof, and it's going to end up perhaps at the highest court in the land. All right, we appreciate that. Uh, let's see. One of our listeners says, Don't laugh, but the only way to straighten out this mess is to schedule an entirely new election and not take any mail-in votes, with the exception of absentee ballots. All ballots from the absentee voters would need to be in by the election day. There should be tally watchers to ensure the counters are even checking registered voter lists and comparing signatures. This is the only way to clean this mess up. It would cost plenty, but far less is going to be expended for the litigation that's uh, coming. Coming up. Mm, it'll be the ultimate mulligan. Another listener on the almost the same topic says, I will never understand why we can't have voter ID. There's so much uncertainty and distrust in the current election system. Ballots are found in the trunk of a car at the Canadian border and in a <laughs> ditch. How many more are there never mm. found uh, never found their destination on both sides? Uh, there could have been drive-through systems set up for those of you who are scared to vote in person. Something needs a change to return confidence in the election. Our democracy depends on it. Mark, there's an AP report. Now you know how AP is all over the place. I believe they have found Nixon ballots in a locker <laughs> in Cook County, Illinois. All right. For dealing tactfully with Tom, Ben deserves a brand new Expedition Platinum Maximum, <laughs> says Larry. Another listener says, hey, Mark, Ford's bringing back the Bronco. Oh, yeah, I saw one. It is nice. It is a gorgeous little SUV. Super duper vehicle. All right, Chris, you can have the rest of the show. You're on the mark. Hey guys, um, thanks for taking my call. Oh, different I Chris. I uh, <laughs> chat about the uh, 23,000 plus votes that came, came up uh, out of nowhere in Philly, 100% for uh, Biden. Uh, hey Chris, I'm sorry. Chris. Counting, I believe around 32,000. So for our Democratic friends, um, you or w- would you have a problem if? 100% of Snyder County voted for Trump and not one single other Biden person. Um, I mean, statistically, a couple people would make a mistake and, and hit the wrong person. Okay. Um, this Go ahead. is garbage. Uh, I don't know what has to be done to change this in the future, but both sides should be ticked off about this, and everybody needs to come to the table 
and find a way to make this right. Uh, we don't have it right now. I don't know if we're going to get it right for this election, but we need to do it quick in the future. So uh, uh, that's my point. All right. Thank yeah, you so much, Chris. Yeah, I think he makes a great point. And mm-hmm. I do know for a fact that everybody is concerned about any anomalies, any issues, any mm-hmm. reports, any crimes, any fraud, any miscounts, any bad ballots, any blank ballots, anybody doing anything yeah. wrong. Everybody on both sides. I mean, Joe Biden said that the other day. He no, said, we got to resolve these should dilemmas. Should be on both sides. Should want to get this right. And as you and I talked, you know, folks, these provisional mail-in extra ballots, whatever terms you want to use, remember, they have to go back and look at Somebody can have a mail-in ballot. They can mail it in on Election Day. It gets there after Election Day. They can also go vote. So you have to cross-reference back to see if stuff happens. There, there's there's more to the story than the simple ABC formulas here. And the folks who want to make it, try to make it simple, good luck, because it isn't. <laughs> uh, real quick. It's like, as clear as mud. like to uh, just acknowledge last night in Espy, the Seals Grove field hockey ladies won the District 4 title. Uh, so uh, Your daughter's on the team, correct? daughter's on the team. And How the, many goals did she score? Uh, she did have one. Good. And the, the ladies uh, ladies ate well. Thanks for, uh, we appreciate Bella's Pizza uh, for the oh, hoagies. Super. And the uh, ladies are on to states. Well, congratulations and to them. Also, Super And uh, also two Seals Grove teams, ladies and men's soccer, soccer teams are playing down at Seals Grove, and you have Shikalami football tonight. Mifflinburg is uh, hosting Shikalami, so it should be a great game tonight, 6.30 p.m. Tomorrow, the Penn State Nittany Lions, mm-hmm. uh, once again, back on the radio at 2 p.m. The legacy continues of Penn State on the radio. We're, we're, we now officially have the designation flagship affiliate. Why not? Thanks for coming in, Ben. Okay. We'll see you have next week. Thank you, Rob. Enjoy a couple of days off. This is WDK, okay, Sunbury.